And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guests today are Annie and Karsten Senoff. They're the founders of the Energy Self-Defense Concept. And they have a number of books, and they're coming out with an online course. And you can learn more about Annie and Karsten and their great work at EnergySelfDefense.com. So right now in this segment, I want to talk about what we've termed or what Charlie's termed the TMC or the Tools of Mass Construction. So we're kind of getting into the actual tools that you guys have come up with to help us watch our energy and to also help us learn how to shift the energy in the room. So when we talk about tools of mass construction, what we're really saying is instead of, you know, becoming destructive in what we do, really taking the time to learn that how we can build up our own energy as well as the energy of those around us. Because the way I view it is that we are doing this work whether we're aware of it or not, we are using our energy, whether we're aware of it or not. And it's so Absolutely. much better to be aware of what we're doing and to make sure that our energy is being used for good and not evil purposes. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the tools that you have. And of course, I was reading the book for women. Charlie was reading the book for men. And, and in the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about the difference between the two. But when it comes to, Actually, um, watching our energy, where is it, where's the best place to start? Is it with visualization? Is it with, um, you kind of have some prayers and mantras. Where's the best place for us to start with that? Well, actually, I think the place, the best place to start is to start to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, so we need to understand what's going on first before we can start applying tools, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like um, when we have to do a development job, then um, we have to think about what's – we have to understand it first before we can apply tools to it. So so actually I would say understand what's going on. So an example would be if um, we all have tasks at work and right. some of the tasks – Gives us gives us energy, right? It's like um, we really like them and we're happy about it, and it feels great doing the task. And then we have these other tasks that's sort of like um, uh, more painful, let's say, like that. It's sort of like they drag along and they hang down. We sort of pick them at the end. It's because they're not so funny to deal with, right? Because they're simply the one that's sucking us from some of the energy, right? So you can even have energy-sucking projects, just to be mm. very concrete. So what's happening is that the projects that's draining you are the one that you don't like doing, really. They don't make you grow. You don't have fun with it. It's some things that you should either outsource or get rid of or just accept that hopefully it's just a small part of your day. If it becomes a big part of your day, then you're in a situation where you need to do something. You need to change jobs or you need to get rid of this or you need to talk to your manager about it or something um, because this will take your energy away and you will go downwards from because of this. Of course, we I, I, all have a little bit of that, but we don't want it to be the full calendar. Right, and that's actually what I, I wanted to um, talk about since you brought that up is that we've been in so many organizations lately where it just seems like 
everyone is feeling the strain, like no one's yeah. really feeling happy about what they're doing. Yeah. And what you just brought up is a really good point is to start looking at what you do on a day-to-day basis to see what's actually draining your energy. Because I think a lot of times, and and maybe you won't agree with this, but I think a lot of times um, we can shift the energy on what we're working on by just by shifting our perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, because I, I feel like sometimes what happens is, is that everyone kind of gets into this mindset of everything sucks. And, and I really <laughs> yeah. noticed that in a few organizations yeah. that I worked with, if the team that I was working with was a positive team, even if the work was very, very similar, the project was easier and more fun. You're absolutely right. That's getting into a negative spiral, right? It's going mm-hmm. downwards. So, but if you have the positive mindset, then you can overcome it, at least for a period of time. So, and, so mental thinking is absolutely an attitude here is absolutely something. And that's also when you go into sports, it's the same thing, right? It's like, do you have a winning attitude or losing attitude? I sort of oh, like to yeah, see the half a, full glass or the half empty glass. But you also yeah, need to really love, yeah, sorry, you also need to love yourself or, or care about yourself. If you, if you don't do that, you don't expect that good things go in your direction. So you need to surround yourself with a very positive or loving energy so that other people they will love or like to be together with you, they mm. will feel attracted to you. So that's um, a, a big part of the energy self-defense concept, to actually surround yourself with positive energy because then you will attract positive situations and positive energy. And if there's a positive energy in the room, it's much easier to, yeah, you know, clean the place or, or do all the boring uh, work instead of uh, surrounding yourself with bad energy because it actually, you know, it, 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 it wins over you. It, it will, it will take you uh, and, and take the control of, of both you, your mind and your body. So it's very important that you surround yourself with good energy because then you can attract the right people in your life and the right tasks. And uh, if you don't like to be where you are and you surround yourself with positive energy, then you will be at, you will be able to attract positive solutions or changes that will match your energy much better simply because you care about yourself. You know, I love that you're saying that because. I 100% agree with it, and I know it can be difficult at times, but people don't really want to think about the fact that the energy shift starts with them and not with anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> and it does. And sorry, sorry when, you, when you say that, Carson and Annie, you know, um, especially when you talk about loving yourself, do you find that you get a lot of pushback from people when you bring that up? Or do you do you um, reframe it in a different way so that it, it you don't use the loving yourself concept as much as just the positive energy concept? Yeah, absolutely. In business, um, love is not the most used word. It's <laughs> right. Not. So you have to twist it, right? It, it's like... Yeah. It's like anything else about communication. We need to communicate in a way that the receiver understand it best possible. So we don't need to use words that the receiver go like, that's stopping me from understanding the message. So you have to adapt to the receiver. So in some audience, they're ready to hear the word love. Then we use the word love. Hmm. In some other organizations, they want to hear it in another, other way. Then we phrase it in another way. You know, turn it more towards a positive energy and understanding positive energy and positive attitude and stuff like that. 
Most people, they love, uh, they love or maybe not love, but they like the word respect. So if you respect mm. yourself, you will not allow bad things to happen. If you respect other people, you don't want bad things to happen for them. So the word respect is also a very good way to explain it. Um, it's amazing. You get both sides that's of a the great equation, way. right? Yeah. Quite, yeah. From Karsten. Well, first you have to identify the issue, right? Just like a development project. Of course, thank you for that because I could relate to that very well, right? (laughs) Um, So, but you also said that, you know, you have to come to a point where if something is not happening or working, then maybe you need to make a decision. Mm -hmm. So then I'm thinking that's it, right? People are not, um, they don't trust themselves to make any decisions, which forces them into that mindset. And then Annie starts talking about, well, you have to learn to love and respect yourself. And I'm saying, no, that's it. <laughs> because people have such a negative attitude and they're ambivalent about, you know, anything good that the combination of the two, I think, just lets that negative energy run free, right? Mm-hmm. It actually promotes it. Yeah. So it's a combination of you need that, that self-respect. And then you need to trust that to be able to make those decisions and shift the energy, right? Exactly. Yes, and some, then to going back to having some tasks that are draining you, you can actually do some practical things about that. Because if the task is really draining you and you're leaving the office um, at the end of the day and you have these tasks, then you will carry them with you home, Right. Right. So what you do is you basically leave them on the desk. You write down whatever you need to do on this task the next day, and then you leave them there. And then when you drive back home in your car, you imagine that you're sending back all the energy that belongs to that task to that task. So what's happening, it can sound a bit crazy, but what is happening with you, you will see and you will feel it, that you get relief. So and when you get relief, that's because you get rid of some of those concerns and irritation, annoying things that relate to that project. And then when you get in the door, when you come home, it's you coming in. It's not you annoyed, irritated, concerned. It's you coming in the door. And that's when we sort of don't take work with us home and let that impact our home, our family, our friends, etc. We part that. So we let all the troubles stay where it should be. And then when we, we know that coming back next day, we're conscious about this. So we know that coming back next day, we have to take the task again and work with it. And that's fine. As long as it doesn't interfere with our private life negatively. But so, so we part the energy that way. Yeah. But the good thing here is that the next day you will, you will bring good energy with you because mm. you have been together with, with your family and hopefully it, hopefully it has been a good experience for you. So next day you will be balanced when you go back to work and then you will look at, at your task or the lists, um, with new eyes, uh, and it will be a new perspective. So, so it doesn't, you know, it, it will not be a bad energy or a negative experience right from the beginning. It's just like going to work and, and, okay, then you will have a look at the list and say that today I'm going to do these things. Uh, should I start with bullet number one or bullet number five? It's your choice. So make your day a little more um, inspiring and funny and use your free will to actually do it your way. So you you can actually use this positive approach to make yeah your work and, and your life much more funny or or balanced. 
Right, it's the same work, only now yeah. you can yeah. look at it from the glasses half full, like Karsten mentioned before, yeah. instead of half empty. Right, yeah. and it seems like these tools are somewhat simple, but I always invite yeah. our listeners to try it because it is simple, but on the other hand, it's also very powerful, and it can really make a shift in your work day and in your personal life. Just by doing what you said, just just park what you're doing for the day, you know that it will be there tomorrow, but just park it and move your energy into a different space. Really start working with that energy. Now, I, I love all this, and I love our conversation, and we're going to go ahead and take our second break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk more about the tools and um, the difference between tools for men and, and tools for women. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Annie and Karsten Senoff. We'll be right back. Charlie Lavasco and Eva Lewandowski are on a mission to make a difference in your career, your life, and the world. As consultants, coaches, speakers, and trainers, they each bring different skill sets to the table as well as different products and services, all of which are designed to make a difference for you. Are you looking for fame, fortune, and recognition? Need help with speaking up and being heard? Looking for the right tools for the right issue? Look no further. Go to charlieandeva.com. Check us out. Opt in to our newsletter. And let's be teammates. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Lewandowski, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. 